Welcome to Clear Headed. I'm so happy you're here. It's very LA of me, but I want to start every episode with one big deep breath. So if you're out running errands or you're sipping your first cup of coffee or tea in the morning, or maybe you're winding down for bed, I want you to join in. So breathe in and breathe out. Okay, let's get clear-headed. So in case you missed it, each month of Clear-Headed has a theme. This month is commitment. Commitment to yourself, to your truth. And in this episode, I talk with Megan Gallagher about commitment to your happiness. We talk about the robber of happiness, anxiety, and how to overcome those fearful moments that prevent you from doing something that would bring you joy. Here's happiness. Your TED Talk, there's a specific line in it that you say that I just like resonated with me so much. And it's that everything is happening for you, not to you. And I want to talk about how you got to that realization. I feel like so often, and you do touch on this, there's like a victim mentality that you can get in the habit of. Anybody can get in the habit of it. I've gotten in the habit of it. Yes. Um, When you're dealt kind of, shitty cards you can think that that's all you're going to continue to be dealt yeah um so how did you get to the point of knowing that this is all to better your life and yourself and not to tear you down I feel like for me my personal journey of just getting yeah to that place I think honestly it just came with age you know right now I'm 26 and I can confidently say when I was 14 years old, I was going through a lot. That's when my anxiety was at its peak. I was, you know, barely getting through high school. I mean, when I say struggling, I mean that to, you know, a huge extreme. I was barely eating, you know, my, it just, my anxiety at, you know, its core was kind of affecting, had a ripple effect on everything else in my life, you know. I was in a toxic relationship with a guy. I didn't like my friends. I was a people pleaser. You know, I just was kind of like barely hanging on and super confused as to why I never felt good enough and all those things. And so I really think it came with just life experiences and age and just getting older. And I seriously think when I turned 25, I really had a mental switch and I mean, I think I just realized I really love myself so much that I will create boundaries and I will stick up for myself and I will trust my gut feeling because that, you know, quote, it's an affirmation that I tell myself everything is happening for me, not to me, because I think it immediately you just don't feel that pit in your stomach, you know, that victim like, oh, you know, I feel like it just switches the energy in your body the moment you say it. And it for me, it kind of allows room for exploration, you know, wait, you know, why is this happening for me? And I can kind of maybe wonder what the deeper meaning or reason. And to me, that's just it makes my life a lot easier when I think with that mindset. 
I love that because you're kind of taking the power back. I think it's very easy to go through life feeling powerless and there is, oh my goodness, so many ways in which there are a lot of people who are kind of powerless systematically or you know, whether it be family history or mental illness, there's there's yeah. so many things that a lot of people get dealt a harder card than most. But taking the power back and choosing to have an outlook that's positive and how that can impact your life, I love. Happiness is such a, a goal, right? Like yeah. we go through life and the goal of life is to be happy. If yes. you lived a happy life, you lived a full life. And for some reason, it's such a hurdle. Like if you get one job, then you want a promotion. And if you get that promotion, then you want the next thing. Or if you're in one relationship, then you want a better one. Or you see the one on the movies and you you turn to your partner and go, why can't you be more like that? It's just this constant chase. And something that you said is that happiness is the destination. Mm -hmm. And that is such a perspective that I've never thought about. And I want to know how you got to deciding that and like if you can explain a little bit more what you mean by that. Yes. So like I was saying earlier, for me, my specifically early teen years, so 13, 14, 15 was when, like I said, I was at an all-time low with my mental health, with self-love, self-respect, everything. It was just really in such a tough spot. And, And sometimes I still, to be totally real, I still have those moments where I call it horizon living, meaning, you know, I'm like, oh, once it's Friday, you know, once I lose the weight and once I, it's like, I find myself sometimes going back to that. And I'm like, wait, happiness, you know, it's like, it is the destination we've arrived. Happiness is now I am, life is great now, you know? So I sometimes have to, you know, pull my mind back and I'm like, yes, but things are going really great right now. Like I've arrived, I'm at the destination now and I'm gonna allow myself Mm. to feel good and happy and proud right now, you know, rather than, oh no, but once I, it's like that does serve its purpose, of course, because it is motivating, but I think it's healthy to have that balance in life where you allow yourself to cry and be happy, whatever it is now, And then, you know, still setting goals like, oh, yeah, I'm going to feel proud. But I think that just was a huge part of my early teenage years is really the horizon living where I had become so conditioned. You know, maybe it's because I was a female. I'm going through puberty. My body's changing so many things. And I just remember vividly like, you know, oh, no, but once I, you know, I don't know. I just I had to really deprogram so many of those things to be honest and a lot of it was through therapy but i i will say honestly kate i think a huge part of of my wake-up call in life was um this health scare that i had at 22 years old and i was living in la and that's Mm -hmm. when i was healed by the medical medium i had a you know phone call reading and i just I don't know, for me, like being physically sick and, you know, like not being able to exercise and do all these things that made me happy, it sucked, but it also gave me so much time to like sit and just be with myself and really think, am I happy? You know, kind of like where I'm at right now. And it was a scary six months. Um, Thankfully, I'm totally healthy now, but that health scare 
it's like when people have, you know, near death accidents or something, it just forever changes you. But it, it changed me in the best way possible. I practice gratitude for my body because I know what it feels like to, you know, lie in bed for hours and have no energy. It's like I, I've experienced it. So I would say the health scare is honestly a huge moment of when I kind of change the dialogue in my mind. And do you think that's because you had a real in your body, you could feel the difference between when you felt healthy and active and you could do all the things versus when you were feeling not your best and in bed and really limited, did that create a new definition of happiness for you? Yes, it did. And I, in that health scare, a lot of people talk about this, but I felt, you know, when we go through these huge moments in life, I felt like I had to kind of surrender to the universe in a crazy way. And I kind of had to put up my hands and I'm like, okay, you know, like I just have to allow my body to go through this. And of course, you know, being active and dancing and all those things make me so happy, but I really had to find joy in other things. And I just, I remember so many moments where I was like, you know, if I had like one hour or like one minute where I had energy, what I would do. So it just made me so grateful for my life up until that point. I had to, you know, really find joy in like watching funny movies and all these things that normally I wasn't doing. But, you know, it just, once again, it it really shaped me into who I am today. With Omicron on the rise, we think it's imperative that our community has access to easy and affordable testing, and that's why I want to tell you about Hummingbird COVID testing. With seven locations throughout Los Angeles and San Diego, Hummingbird makes it easy to get tested. They offer no-cost COVID-19 PCR and rapid antigen testing, as well as group testing for teams, offices, and events. For more information or to book an appointment, Go to hummingbirdrx.com. I feel like in life, everybody has these moments presented to them of this is the universe telling you, I'm giving you an opportunity to redefine what you think you know. Yes. And yours was your health scare moment. And it was probably very obvious to you. I, I guess I just wonder, are there any other moments since then that you've either been able to solidify your definition or expand on your definition? The realization that you had of, okay, I'm going to have to just be present. I'm going to have to just accept. I'm going to let my body do what it needs to do. Mm-hmm. And finding peace in that acceptance is kind of what gave you happiness. But now that you're good and you're active and I see your Instagram, you're all over the place and it makes total sense why because you're like yeah I'm gonna do what I want to do I wasn't able to do it for so long yeah but now that you have this kind of limitless ability yeah what makes you happy now oh my gosh I would say what makes me happy now is truly the simple things in life I really think, yeah, everything happens for a reason. And I think just certain moments in my life and my upbringing and where I'm from, it's, you know, it's just shaped me into loving the simple things, you know, going on my morning walks and watching the sunrise. And it's just really those times that I have with myself where I practice self-love is what makes me happiest. But I also love, you know, like online shopping. I love everything. (laughs) I love it all. But I really, yeah, I think um, I just am such a, you know, cheese ball downside, like on the inside, I think, 
you know, when someone DMs me saying, you know, hey, your post really motivated me to like I those things mean the world to me when I know that I've impacted someone's life in a really positive way. I take so much pride in that. Honestly, the simple things is really I I don't take one, you know, day for granted because of the health scare and other crazy times I've had in my life. It's really taught me um, that's what life is, is it's there's so many beautiful moments where, you know, there's ebbs and there's flows. That's the, you know, the main thing of life. And yeah, I just I'm so I'm so grateful for it all. I embrace it all with an open mind. And I'm really proud of that because when I was a teenager, I remember I used to fear change like that was my oh my gosh, change. I mean, I was like a dog getting taken to get a bath. Like I was like, no, resisting, like, no, 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 any type of change. But now I like run towards it. I love change. I love new beginnings because I know that it only leads to more good things. And so how did you get there? Because I feel like having that mindset is such a muscle. Like you have to work at it. You have to apply like pushing past the fear and then you get more comfortable like going into a pool. Do you remember the first time you said, I'm going to choose happiness. I'm not going to choose fear. And here I go. I'm going to walk into this, this situation. Yes. And push past it. I do. I remember when I was in high school, um, I was, you know, it was the summer going into my sophomore year and my mom, who is like my biggest cheerleader, same with my dad. Um, but she like really, you know, she's a Capricorn. She's super like, go, go, go. You can do it. She's always been, you know, just pushing me outside my comfort zone, which she used to say, you know, you'll thank me one day, like, just do it. You're fine. Not you're going to live like you're okay. Summer going into sophomore year of high school, my anxiety was through the roof. I was like in such a dark place mentally. And uh, I don't know, I think the scary thing was, is, you know, a lot of people at school thought I was okay because I was, you know, the class clown, the goofy, you know, like people pleaser, just, oh, everything's fine. And I, you know, was literally crumbling on the inside. And that's just such a, you know, a hard way to live. But I was... 15 and my mom was like so there's a community service trip you could go to new orleans for like you know two weeks during the summer and just meet new people it's with this like teen adventure program and i'm like wait this would be so awesome i was like mom let's do it and so she signed me up and then literally an hour later i started crying i was freaking out i'm like wait no But mom, what if I get sick? What if the airplane literally, what if the plane crashes? What if there's no hospital? What if I get so homesick? All of these negative worst case scenario thoughts that, you know, anxiety. One thing I've realized is that anxiety is a liar. You know, it makes you believe all these things that really are not true. It can feel like, you know, oh my gosh, well, that's, you know, helpful feedback and my brain is, but it's like, Sometimes, though, it's just really negative what if thoughts that never come true or are not true. And so um, my mom, you know, was like, no, Megan, this trip is seriously going to help you. You need to do it. And so she, you know, literally did not force, but she pushed me to do it. And so I went on this trip, you know, flew across the country. I grew up in San Francisco. I went and I was like so worried. I think before my flight, (laughs) I had a full crying like meltdown on the floor and she like picked me up and threw me in the car and she's like, you're going, I love you. This is going to help you. But doing it anyway, I felt that, you know, all the fears. Oh my gosh. Like I remember the plane taking off and I'm like, wait, what am I doing? I I can't do this. And I was like gripping the, uh, the armrest, but I 
did it though. And that trip, like I will never forget, honestly, Kate, when I came home two weeks later, like I just, I was a new person. You know, I felt like I had this badge of honor, like just, I like totally achieved Mm -hmm. something. And it's like that boosted my self-confidence at the time when I needed it the most. And I just will never, ever forget seriously, you know, in those moments when our mind could be telling us a thousand lies and, oh, but you can't do this and you're not qualified. And we have to realize, you know, our bodies are so much stronger than our minds sometimes. And like humans are capable of amazing things. Um, That New Orleans trip when I was a teenager was the first moment where I just chose, I chose it because I knew that my future self and my mom knew that my future self would thank me. Yeah, so think about your future self. I love that. Think about your future self in those moments when you're like, what's the right choice? You know, should I move to this city or like, should I date this guy? It's like, think of what your future self, like we all have that gut feeling deep down. And I really try to tell people, you could ask, you know, millions of people what they think online or in person and you'll get so many opinions. But deep down, I really think that we always know what is best for us and I always think, you know, it's like if it's going to benefit, yeah, your future self and your soul growth, do it because, you know, it's like you're only going to learn and become better in some way. I believe that I in speaking from like my personal experience with that, I it's it's again going back. It's a muscle every time I have to get in the habit and I've gotten better. I'm sure you're like a pro now where you're like thinking about my future self locked into my core. It's going to benefit my soul. I'm doing it, but it takes time. And I want to know about the difference between that New Orleans trip and now, which you you mentioned earlier that you still get into the very human yes. nature of horizon thinking. How do you do you check yourself? Like what what happens and how do you get back in touch with being happy in the present? I would say, I mean, I think that I've been incredibly lucky to have had different therapists over the past 12 years. I mean, I started therapy when I was 14. I'm 26. I still have a therapist today. Uh, Obviously a different one from when I first started. But, you know, I've had like the pleasure of trying hypnotherapy (gasps) and cognitive behavioral therapy, which is just normal talk therapy. I've tried EFT tapping. I've done past life regression therapy. You know, I've done tons of like on the spectrum, whether it's more, you know, Western to spiritual to like just crystals and I've done everything. So I feel like I know myself so well that I know when those thoughts come in, I can tell the moment it happens, like when those thoughts start trickling in, I just know to number one, I think the best tip I've ever learned is to literally think of anxiety as a child. You know, let's imagine you're you know, like a working mom at home and you're trying to get stuff done. And there's like a toddler that's just like throwing a tantrum and they're crying and they're upset. And they're like, but I want this and I want that. And you're like, okay, give me mommy, you know, give me like five minutes, just chill, go in the corner, like go in your (laughs) playroom. To me, that's anxiety. I imagine it as just like a child having a tantrum. I know that it's real, but it's also not me. You know, I think that's another key thing is Trying to observe those anxious, negative thoughts, observing it as if it's not your own thoughts. You know, just don't cling to them. Don't freak out. Don't like 
oh my gosh, like, why am I thinking that? That's when, you know, you cause more issues. And I think just imagining it as a river flowing by, knowing that it will end. I tell myself these thoughts don't match how I want to feel when I start my day and when I end my day. So therefore, I know that they are not helping me get to where I want to be. I love that. I also think it's interesting. I definitely have a lot of anxiety. And I mean, after the years we've gone through, I think, and just with social media, like everything is just heightened and anxious all the time. Totally. But what I'm taking away from what you're saying is just like you treat anxiety as if it's a child you can kind of approach your anxious mind as kind as you would as a child too right like yes punishing your anxious mind doesn't really help sometimes it makes mine louder like if I'm Mm. being mean back to my mean voice it's just a chaotic fight in my head so that's in that's such a good perspective to have like your anxiety is like a child know that it's probably not very mature and it's doing the best it can and put it in a room put it in a room if you can yes in a room if you can (laughs) and like that's so interesting Kate what you said because you know when I have anxiousness because of my upbringing and the way that I was raised it works for me because I imagined when I was younger you know I would all the time like be in high school and I would go to the nurse's office I'd be like mom can you pick me up you know I don't feel good and she'd be like I love you but you're staying at school And she would hang up, you know, just and I'm like, so I mean, it wasn't tough love, but like that really conditioned me to I almost imagine my mom's voice, you know, when I have those anxious thoughts of just like, go away. Like, I mean, it works for me, but that's just I don't know. I feel grateful that like my mom could handle it. She knew what was best for me. And so, you know, she's like, Megan, like go audition for the school play. Go do all these things because you know, you only get one life to live. And um, I don't know, but that's also a really good perspective. Like, I've never really thought of that, of, you know, leading more with kindness. Like, I am kind to myself, but to me, that little voice, I like to, like, nip it in the bud and I'm like, leave. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, I'm sure there's a gray area in there somewhere. Oh, my God, I love that we're learning from each other. <laughs> no, I, I love learning, too, all the time. <laughs> Okay, so we've talked about everything is happening for you, not to you. We've talked about happiness and that it's the destination. We've talked about anxiety, which I kind of define anxiety as like the robber of happiness. So how do you combat the person, the thing, the emotion that wants to steal your present happiness? And We've talked about so much in like such a short amount of time. I love this. I know. This has been so therapeutic for me as well. Like I, you know, I I like to call myself a mental health advocate, like never Mm -hmm. an expert, because I do believe in, you know, forever learning and being in a student mindset where, you know, and I think another kind of not stigma or stereotype, but about mental health is that everyone feels it differently. You know, everyone has a different story with, you know, anxiety, depression, OCD, bipolar, schizophrenia, everything. And so I really think it's empowering. Yeah. When we can like have open conversations about it, that's something else I've learned with social media too. It's never good to judge other people. And, you know, I I would never want to shame someone or judge someone. And that's why I try with my content to always say, you know, 
not an expert. This is just from my experience. Take it with a grain of salt. You know, I'm not licensed. Like I try to be really upfront and honest about that. Um, These past, you know, few years have been so challenging and trying for a ton of people everywhere. Yes. So true. Well, thank you for this talk. What I'm going to take away from this is that, I mean, I could get it literally tattooed on my body. Everything is happening for you, not to you. And to think of your future self when you're going to push past fear to do something that brings you joy. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. What was your takeaway from this episode? Leave it in the reviews and please make sure to follow us on both Apple Podcasts, Instagram, and subscribe on Spotify. Please remember, if you have a moment of clarity in your life, connect with us on the DMs and maybe we can have a conversation about it. Talk to you next week.